to another episode in the Rearview Mirror, a supernatural retrospective. We are your Hunter hosts. I'm Graham. I'm Sierra. And we're here to talk about more episodes of Supernatural, giving them good quality content, and on to season great. I'm sorry, season eight. No, you were right. Season great. This week we watched We Need to Talk About Kevin, What's Up Tiger Mommy, Heartache, and Bitten. Woof. <laughs> That's funny. I get uh-huh, it. I get yeah. it. It was really supposed bad. to be like, ugh, but whatever. First two episodes are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Other ones don't really relate to anything else. We'll, we'll talk about it. So we need to talk about Kevin. Dean is back from purgatory. Yikes. After a year. No help from Sam. Listen. Well, yeah. There, there was no help from Sam. You're right. I really liked the opening of this episode. I thought... Honestly, it was like the best opening to any season, I want to say. Yeah, it was Just pretty good. Music was good. Jensen was looking fantastic. Yep, looking great post-purgatory somehow. Mm-hmm. He looks great, but he's not really acting all that great. He's Dean's pretty feral Yeah, when he, he pops out of purgatory. He, there's something a little off with him. We don't get a lot. We only get that he's out. There's this vampire named Benny that he also took with him. It, it was always, it was really interesting to watch this and just kind of sit here like, what is happening? No context. You're like, what's going on? Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. Why is this vampire calling him brother and saying that they got out and then they have this intimate hug? Why is he giving this random vampire a hug? What's going on? I thought he killed monsters. Yeah, it, it's very interesting. Season eight has a good way of opening up to all this stuff. Oh, purgatory. Everything was good in purgatory. Sam did not go to purgatory, though. No, he hit a dog. And a girl. He didn't hit the girl. He didn't hit the girl, but he had he had a girl because yeah, he, he had hit a the girl. dog. Which I to me this doesn't make sense. They kind of go. Dean kind of yells at Sam about this, mm-hmm. asking why he didn't find him, look for him, do right. anything about this. And then also with Kevin, my whole thing is Sam made it the whole point that he was never going to not be a hunter now that we're past this point in his life mm-hmm. that he's going to be able to sit down and have a, a normal family in the sense of what he's thinking. I think mm, that's true. So it's a little weird to me that Sam just kind of gave up. He just rolled over and found a girl and didn't look for his brother. And Dean made up the whole point of you didn't look for us, that we tell each other that we're not going to look for each other. And then we don't listen to us. Right. They ignore it. Because of our deep abiding love for each other, which I thought was really funny that Dean says that. But it, it, it does point out the fact that why didn't Sam look? And Sam even does say, I think, that he he did look, but there was just no leads. Well, he didn't know who to call. Yeah, he was like, I was literally completely alone. I had no idea what happened to you. Them trying to figure out how to kill Dick Roman in the first place. So many people had to help him out. I mean, wh- where where was he supposed to start with this? No, I know. But the thing that Dean honestly cared the most about was Kevin. That That is fair. That is Sam should look for Kevin. We talked about this, too, because I told you that Dean honestly didn't give a shit that he didn't look for him. Yeah, he was a little hurt by it. But again, we've talked about how Sam's love for Dean is not as emotionally attached like Dean's love for Sam. As codependent. Yeah. And so Dean dying, that could happen because Sam would move on. But Dean was pissed because Kevin was their responsibility and Sam did nothing. And he knew where Crowley was. He knew where Kevin could be. He could have figured something out. And he just didn't do anything. Well, I mean, the Kevin thing, yeah. uh, He should have kept his phone on. Because, okay, say he doesn't go look for Kevin, right? Say he didn't go look for Kevin. Because he didn't. 
You should have kept your phones on, Sam. Yeah. Just in case Kevin called and had escaped. He like, Or any other hunters would have called and asked for help or something. You know what I mean? Something's going on. That, right. Hey, Maybe we found you- Dean. Uh-huh. Or so, you know what I mean? He's on the other side of the world. Or so, I don't know. He's lost his memory. Something. He like, should have we kept found, his phone. They found Cass after a year with no memory and he was Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he think of doing this too? It was just weird. Sam, I, I was very angry with Sam about this because he just kind of gave up and forgot about Kevin. Who, if you want to forget about Dean, sure, whatever, that's fine. I get it. Right. You had no idea where Dean was. But you erased everything in your past and you screwed over kevin but you didn't even wait for kevin to call just something as simple as that is keeping your phones charged yeah for me that was the thing about sam this season that i was just like wow i'm uh, i'm really disappointed in you sam can't really believe that you actually did that i mean i guess you know your brother and your bestie disappeared and everything but he was 17 uh, he was 16 at the time he was 16 but it had been a year oh you're right so uh, he's probably okay. 17 now okay so he and he was snatched yeah by the king of hell i know and you couldn't leave your phones charged just in case he somehow escaped because he was kind thing of a genius? too, was I didn't, I didn't have anyone to call. What about Jody? You just left her defenseless? She would have called you if she needed help. That's true. And all of a sudden, you're you're just not going to answer her phone calls? This it's, just is, It just didn't make any sense for Sam to completely uproot the life that he had. This just reminds me of what he did for Stanford because this is what he did. He just left and turned off all his phones and just disconnected from, from that life. And he just didn't care. He was, it was not my problem. Hunting is not my problem. I don't care. But here's the thing, though. He has put himself into other people's lives who has trusted him. And he told Jody and Kevin, trust us. Be, be with us. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you're not answering. Kevin, after his sixth message after six months, said, you're probably dead. Yeah. And if you're not. Don't come look for me. Don't come look for me. So I think it's the same thing that Jody would probably be calling and say, oh, he, he must be dead. If There's anything, no other reason why he would not be answering me. If anything, he could call. He could have just called Jody, the one person who he really kind of had left, mm-hmm. you know, in his conscience. And be like, yeah, by the way, uh, I'm not dead, but I'm out of the hunting life. So I'm uh, not going to be helping with cases anymore. And that's just fine, though, let you because, know. But, also, but he did At it. the same time, though, Jody kind of is now family. Yeah. And also alone because Bobby's dead. There's no Dean. What is she supposed to do with monster cases? She might need a little help. You're telling me you she can't. Can- she could take down a vampire, but anything more complicated than that, that's not just straightforward beheading, she might need some help. Well, and Sam doesn't have to do it, but Sam could be a Bobby. And yeah, just- exa- exactly. Just just answer the phone. Yeah. That was actually so irresponsible, and I, I really can't believe that he did that. Yeah, that really that really pissed me off. I mean, off. the whole Dean thing, sure, whatever. But Kevin was a huge point. And honestly, Dean getting over Sam not looking for him immediately and being like, what about Kevin, though? Are you I mean, serious? Yeah. You abandoned him? Well, because again, yeah. I think it's just confirmation on Dean's end that he already knew that Sam didn't love him as much as Dean does. So I think he's not surprised in that sense of, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Even though Dean was kind of sitting here saying, I wasn't dead though. In, in Sam's defense, he thought he was. So right. why would you? Why would I come looking for you thinking that you weren't dead when we said we got to stop this, right, bringing each other back? Because we don't know anything about purgatory. Yeah. He looked for him or... To figure out how to get him out of hell because he knew that his soul was down there. Yes. He knew that somehow maybe they could go get him or something. Mm-hmm. Just bring him loose. But for Purgatory, we barely knew anything about Purgatory. Mm-hmm. So Sam was like, he's probably dead. I have nothing else to It's go the on. land of monsters. It's not... Human souls don't really belong there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe you would think he could have just been shredded on yeah. his trip down there. He could have been dead. That was, mm-hmm. that was really reasonable for Sam to think. Mm-hmm. 
And he had no one else to consult. Cass, mm-hmm. Angel Buddy, gone. Purgatory, too. Yeah. Sam was right. He was completely alone. And it's justifiable he didn't look for Dean. But not the Kevin thing. Mm-hmm. I'm really mad about that Kevin thing. <laughs> Dude, it, it really does piss me off about Kevin. Uh, like, honest to God, pisses me off about Kevin. Because of all the things... Honestly, this is the... For me, this is the God. lowest thing that Sam could have ever done. Demon blood, I understand where he was going. But in this sense, I literally do not know what Sam's logic because was. it was just a simple thing he only had to do one thing and keep his damn phone charged in case the 16 yeah. year old who was who was a prophet of the lord and was kidnapped by the king of hell gave him a call and was like sam i've escaped come help me yeah i i don't know it's he, just so he was sense. his responsibility he was oh so mad about that so so mad sam you're dead to me <laughs> <laughs> he's not i love him I'm sorry. But, but in this moment. That was a bonehead decision. Yeah. Why don't you go play with my dog while Kevin gets tortured by Crowley? And like, I'm rude. And be with this girl. Ugh. Whatever. We'll talk about her when we talk about her. Oh, no. She's in this episode. It's Amelia. Oh, we know her name? Yeah, we oh. do know her name. Um, oh. All right. Well. Amelia. You know, I don't really know. I wrote Amelia down because I know it's Amelia. Whatever. Her name's Amelia. Her name's Amelia. I only said this because we have flashbacks of it later on where Sam is running into the veterinary. Yeah. I I hit the dog. I hit the dog. Save the dog. I did. This is what you do. I did. You're animal hospital. You save animals. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, take a a breath, honey. Take a breath. Yeah, seriously. Although, you accidentally murdered people before and you're losing (laughs) your mind over this dog. Yeah, because he's innocent. Sam ran him over. He probably feels bad. He does. He likes dogs. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, people are garbage. Dogs have never done nothing wrong ever in their lives. I know. And people are garbage. Sam should have paid attention. <laughs> God, she roasts the shit out of him. Yeah, she was really bitchy, though. I that feel was like just funny. Another lo- I, like, I don't know. It was super weird. What'd she say? She said something like, oh, well, you should have not hit him in the first place. And I was yeah. like, okay. And like, she's like, I mean, if, if you're such a good guy, you wouldn't have hit him in the first place or whatever she's And <laughs> he, crying he right even now. said something like, oh, well, I brought him here, though. And she looks to the nurse and is like, give him a star. And I'm like, what? A roast. Sam loves women who will just eviscerate him. He, Sam looks shook. I think he forgets how normal people sometimes talk to him because he's not Sam fucking Winchester. <laughs> he's like, oh, God, you don't know who I am. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's like a famous person running into someone at CVS is treating him normal. He's like, oh, my God, you don't know I'm Ben Affleck or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. That'd be really funny. Like, oh, this is so weird. Could oh, you wow. imagine an actual famous person? In- Actually, this would be me. Hmm. I'm so bad with people's faces and names. You are. Some famous person would come up to me working in a store or something. Like, hey, can you help me? And I'm like, yeah, it's over there, douchebag. And or so, if they were acting rude, they're like, oh, you don't know who I am? I'd be like, no, I don't. I don't know who you are. I'm sorry. <laughs> that name sounds familiar, but I don't really. <laughs> I don't you're, know. You're good, good at high school. <laughs> you're, good, you're good at knowing names and you're good at knowing faces, but you don't know them together. So I'll say something like Ben Kingsley. And then you'll pull up a picture of Ben Affleck. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no that's, that's, that's really close. I know who Ben Kingsley is. I know. This was just an example. He was in. He's a guy. He's in a lot of stuff. We can't go. Like Shutter ben, Island, right? Was he? Was he? Right? Yeah. He's ben Kingsley dude. was yeah, in Shutter okay, Island. Good. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not one of his most well-known roles, but yeah, he's, a, he's in that, <laughs> that movie. <laughs> he was in the um, the Kingsman movies, right? Was he? 
I don't know, was he? Whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't but, matter. Moving but, on. Yeah. Keeping on with the flashbacks, all the purgatory flashbacks are, oh, so sexy. Don't talk to me about purgatory flashbacks. They are the best in this. I want to make a point, because I noticed it in the second episode, actually, that purgatory... Uh, Jensen has said this in the past and how it was shot, or not shot, but how it was edited to, I think they pulled out the contrast and upped the saturation. I have no idea. No, lowered the contrast, lowered the contrast, up the saturation. So it looks really kind of grainy and also all the colors been pulled out. That's why I think it's lowered the contrast because it's all the colors been pulled out. I don't know. It's edited that way, but it looks super sexy and it looks so nice. And I loved how Purgatory was just done. It looks fantastic i'm so glad they changed it from the end of season seven yes yes it was not good but i wanted to point this out because i saw this in the second episode when they're doing the flashbacks of sam Mm -hmm. and sam's are very bright and they're high contrast and everything's the opposite of purgatory that just kind of shows the juxtaposition of what had happened in their past year Mm -hmm. sam this was a good thing it's all good and dean's struggling that is vampire that is a mild way to put what dean's going through yeah so i just thought that was interesting yeah i think it's the sexiest color correction they ever do it's so fantastic it's so beautifully done with the purgatory flashbacks also sam asks what happened to cass where's cass he went with dean he's not with dean Where's Cass? Simple question. Where's the angel? Where's the angel? We'll be asking this question for a long time. From now, every time Cass is not in an episode he should be in, which is every episode, I'm just going to be like, where's Where's the the angel? angel? (laughs) Should you have called Cass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dean does say that he didn't make it. And Sam, I love that he asks, so you watched him die. And Dean... He says something that I saw isn't, enough. Yeah, that wasn't yes, but it was I saw enough. To me, from Sam's point of view, for Dean being so broken up, and mm-hmm. Sam knows whatever what it, y'all think, the feelings that Dean has towards Cass, right. friendship, romance, whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. that that is him confirming it. That, I don't know, he was stabbed, Be- he was bleeding out, and they right. had to go. Because generally, Dean fights tooth and nail to save his people. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And doesn't give up. Mm-hmm. To save his people. Mm -hmm. And so if Dean didn't save Cass, Mm -hmm. his people, he's probably dead. Yeah. But maybe Dean didn't see it with his own two eyes? Or it's so terrible and he's so broken up about it, he doesn't want to talk about it. Well, and then also... And he also doesn't want to literally say, yeah, Cass is dead. Because, well, yeah. Again. 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 Yeah. Seriously. (laughs) Again. So with us, I think it's interesting for Dean's point of view and for Sam's point of view... Because Dean is very broken up about this. And Mm -hmm. Sam definitely knows because he's not really talking about it much. Because Dean doesn't say, oh, yeah, by the way, Cass, Cass is gone. Sam asked, where's Cass? And Dean's just kind of all shy and sad. Like, he's he's not here. He didn't make it. Not here. And it's like, oh, what happened? We don't get to know that this episode. We don't get to know that these episodes, actually. It's going to it's going to be a minute. And boy, is it wild. <laughs> I literally can't contain myself. Sorry, I can't do it. I find it funny again that for, you know, spoilers, Cass doesn't really stay gone for a while. Oh, he doesn't? It's that whole thing again that I feel like when we're talking, we aren't like, "Oh, darn. They're gone." Oh. <laughs> He's dead. So Crying. sad. So, yeah, <laughs> our lack of emotion of like, yeah, he's dead. Uh-huh. 
His favorite character that we have. Anyway, moving on. My literal most favorite character ever in the whole world. And he's dead. And I'm like, so anyway, he died. Uh, (laughs) Being sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the whole thing of, I think if Sam were to die, we would also just kind of sit here being like, yeah, Sam's dead. It's only Like, obviously he comes back. Like, it's that whole thing of, obviously you can't kill them in the middle of the season. Because there's another season. That was the one thing when we watched this show in season two when Sam dies. And I was sitting there just shook. Because I was like, we have nine more seasons to watch. I'm so confused. To be fair, I had never seen a TV show where they actually literally killed Killed the main character. One of their main characters. And he was dead. Dead for like half the episode. Dead, dead. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with this information. What do I do with that? I don't know. I was shook. I could not believe it. You get a little jaded the farther into Supernatural you get. Well, again, if it's not... See, that's the whole thing. If they don't have an on-screen death, they're Mm -hmm. not really dead. Right. And then, technically, if they're not dead... Even the writers had said this of Supernatural. Technically, no one stays dead in Supernatural. No one's really dead. Yeah. Because they've got all sorts of ways. They can bring lots of people back. Mm -hmm. So it's always interesting. In the most convoluted of ways. To try them. Yeah. Try me, bitch. <laughs> Literally. Anyway, Sam does ask about purgatory, though, and Dean kind of answers, and Dean says the one line that kind of relates to everything and how Dean grew as a character, and I think we have come to realize Dean had a lot of growth during purgatory mm-hmm. as a character. He had a lot of development because he says purgatory was pure, which is kind of hard to explain. And this kind of relates more to the later episode, I think the next one, with another flashback with Dean mm-hmm. and Cass. Yep. Another another good flashback. But we do see more flashbacks with Dean and this Benny character. I love mm-hmm. Benny. We we love and respect Benny in this house. He is great. I love his little southern New Orleans drawl. Mm-hmm. All, all of it is just fantastic. I love him. Benny's great. And does he look familiar? <laughs> does he look familiar? Yes. It's Ty, Ty Olsen. <laughs> is from... Um, it's season two, I believe. Yeah, it was season two. It was the vampire episode mm-hmm. with the girl who they brought back in Man Who Would Be King, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Amber Benson. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, 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 yep. And I I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, maybe it's, it's the same dude. It's not the same dude, but he apparently is a vampire. But he's both. also a vampire again later. Who died. Yeah, so that's right. We were like, oh, what's going on? Oh, Benny. I love Benny. He's cool. He does say that he knows how to get Dean out of purgatory. I almost said gets Dean out of hell. Um, not that. But he says he can get Dean out of purgatory because human souls don't belong there. So purgatory is trying to spit him out. Mm-hmm. And Benny wants to hitch a ride. But of course, Dean responds with, where's the angel? We need to get cast before we leave. And Benny is just like, I don't I don't think this is a good idea. But it's like, oh, OK, um, I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't really I don't really like that deal. He was like, well, either you come with me and we find the angel and then we get out of here or you're stuck here forever. What do you want to do? Yeah, and so Benny, I guess, is just like, I guess I'm going with you. Benny was like, I like this guy. All right, bud, you got a deal. <laughs> you got me. Oh, man. Dean and Benny, they're great. I do like this relationship that they have. It grows. It, it's very nice. I think finally, again, that's why I think Dean saying it was pure. It's no longer, let me say this. It's no longer black and white, but it also is. No, it is black and white. Mm, 
no, it, it is very black and white because it shows you straight out how you feel and how the world mm-hmm. is, and that's the pureness of it. But it's not black and white in the sense of that's what Dean is thinking. It's not, they're a monster, you kill them. Mm-hmm. It's, they're a good person, we don't kill them. Kind of things like that. They helped me, they're family, mm-hmm. we don't kill them. They did something wrong, we kill them. It, it's it's that black and white aspect, not in the normal sense that we have seen Dean in the black and white, but now it is black and white. Right. It's like, I trust this person. Yes. This person kind of trusts me, you know, to, to an extent. Yes. Of course. So you have that and that's fine. Anyone else, you're dead to me. Literally. Yes. I will kill you. Well, and then it's the whole thing too of Benny could have said that I wasn't turned on purpose. Mm-hmm. I didn't choose this. I didn't know how else to get food because I didn't want to die. Mm-hmm. So I ate people. What else am I supposed to do? You tell Dean never eat a burger again in his life. He'll lose his mind. So it's that whole thing of I think Dean finally understands that maybe Benny didn't get joy in murdering people other than other vampires did. And so that's the difference and distinction of the whole black and white of, okay, you didn't enjoy doing this. You don't like doing this. This is fine, I guess. As long as you don't hurt someone. Well, however, Dean seemed to have a good time killing things. Well, because they were, they were monsters, I think, in Purgatory. that They were already dead. That's I think true. he was just tired of that. And also, it's the kill or be killed sense. So if they were trying to kill him, he... Yeah. And they weren't helpful. No. Finding the angel. Finding the angel. The sexiest thing from Purgatory. Where's the angel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. Besides all these flashbacks, too, we do see the talk with the boys. They are going to find Kevin because mm-hmm. Dean is pissed off that Sam has left him. <laughs> I do love when they get in the Impala and Dean A was very surprised that Sam didn't douche her up, which I absolutely loved. Also, Sam made us like a remark about how he fixed up the Impala. Yeah. And I was so proud of him. I know. I'm like, oh, you actually listened to Dean's advice. And I know he's smart. You probably Google it. It was his last dying wish back in like season three to learn how to take care of the Impala. Impala. Don't talk to me. Of course, Sam could fix up the Impala. He he knows what to do because that's his home too. It is his home. And also, uh, he didn't really have to do so much body work. It was like mostly cosmetic, I think. Yeah. He didn't have to rebuild her from the ground up. Seriously. Like Dean's (laughs) done many, many times. Oh, yep. Mm Mm-hmm. But I do love when they get in the car and Dean is looking around and says to Sam, smell like dog to you. And Sam does this little weird shuttle like, mm, I don't think so. And I wanted to give props because we don't talk about, we don't talk a lot about Jared's acting. Right. Because, and he is a great actor. Yes. We really have to give him props because we always give props to Jensen and his jacking Joyce's. Yes. Because he does certain things that you're like, Jensen, why are you Delicious. doing this to us? Yeah. Why are you doing this? But Jared... He's a big guy. Yes. And for him to be the little brother and be able to act like that, I think is fantastic. And that's where I saw it here when he does his little like mm, shrug to Dean about the smelling the dog thing. I was like, oh my God, this is the little brother. This is Sam, the little brother. He's so cute. Because he, and Jared does a good job because like I said, he's a big guy. He mm-hmm. knows how to shrink himself down. And I'm pretty sure Jared even has said this before because being a tall, intimidating guy mm-hmm. is not pleasant when you walk up to people and they're like, hmm. Right. So it's easier to kind of slouch more and maybe seem less threatening. Yeah. So I think Jared does do a good job as Sam because he does come across the caring one and the nice one. Mm-hmm. And he does a really good job. And I really wanted to give props to Jared here about that. Because I does. feel like he's done this a few times. It'd especially be, when he's taller. It would be so easy to not see him as a little brother. Because, yeah. I mean, and he can be... As Sam Winchester, very intimidating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what Sam Winchester is capable of. Mm-hmm. 
And yet he just does this little shrug thing is up to his little ears and shows up. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. He slips right back in the little brother role. Mm-hmm. So easy. When he just wanted to give Dean a hug when he came back from Purgatory because he hadn't seen him in like a year. Mm-hmm. Even though Dean's assaulting him. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. It's fair. But Sam's just like, oh my God, he's just bouncing on his feet, basically. He's like, can I give you a hug now or what? Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were joking about this. So Even cute. Dean, Dean does says something like, okay, let's do this. And like, Sam's like, it. come here. Yay. So cute. Jared, you nailed it. Yeah. You really, you really nailed it. Also, by the way, Dean, you did smell dog. And he does say that later, which was really funny. I knew I smelled dog. Out of all of this whole story that Sam is telling about Amelia, the only thing that Dean took from it is... You hit a dog and you put it in the Impala. Mm-hmm. There's only two things we do not do, Sammy. Take a joint from a guy named Don and have dogs in the car. <laughs> the two things. Those are his two rules. That's such an odd rule. I feel like there's a story behind this and I need to know this Either story. There's a story or it's a reference to a movie. And I don't get this reference. I'm Cass. I don't understand the reference. <laughs> anyway, they go to get Kevin because Kevin has escaped from Crowley and they need to go get him. Sam tracks Kevin's location. Very sexy. Yes, the way he explains this. Got it. I understood what he was saying. Dean's just like, okay, anyway. To be fair, that mean? hey, we noticed they have smartphones now. They do. I was wondering when we started this. I was like, oh, I wonder when they get smartphones. Because you know, last season they didn't. Right. They did not. Yeah. And so, I mean, the mix. Because Sam's old phones were mm-hmm. flip phones. Yep. But this season they have smartphones. Mm-hmm. And I was so impressed. It doesn't mean anything, but it's just funny. I, I love watching older shows and seeing the progress of it growing with, you know, Seeing time. them have like yeah. sidekicks and Motorola razors. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh my God, wow, you have iPhones? Oh my God, look at that brick. The well, original it, iPhone? I know. Well, it's that whole thing too that when we watch Buffy, kind of random thing, a lot of their problems could have been solved by someone having a phone. Oh my God, the episode of Friends where they get stuck on the roof? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, one yeah. person had had a phone. They could have just gone, hey, can you let me on? I got locked on the room. You're telling me they wouldn't have had a phone number of not one person in that building? Yeah, so it, it was just funny that all, all of that stuff. I, I always find it funny watching this later. Because, of course, this this can't ever happen again. Because right. now it would, be, it would be saying to people, why didn't you have your phone on you? Mm-hmm. What were you doing? How did you get locked out? You know what I mean? You like, just have to be like, oh, I, I dropped it and I broke it. And that makes the character look even more irresponsible. It's like, yeah. that's not good. Yeah. But then, yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. It was funny. You pointed it out and I'm like, oh, this is it. Season eight. No wonder we call it season great. Come on. Mm-hmm. They all, the, the boys, they look great. They look so They good. are so tan. They are very... T- I swear to God, I was like, listen, Jared and Jensen probably just went on vacation with the fam together somewhere. I'm like, they and they so all tan. got tan. Also, the lighting just looks really good. Yeah. And I think just because of the first few episodes, they're back. So, it, it A, they look very tan mm-hmm. in the paleness of everyone else. The contrast. Yeah. And then the lighting department got better because Seven was okay, but it, it just got better it just the keeps de- get, getting better the lighting department has twenty dollars instead of ten now yes they doubled their budget yes they had two dollars in season one <laughs> yeah yeah i love watching the first seasons of anything because their lighting budget is always the smallest it's and they're literally allowed like two lights it's, it's natural so- light it's that's it. it is it's windows season one of house was so bad it's so bad <laughs> the lighting i love it but it was so bad season eight they got 12 lights as I many know. lights as they want in color correcting in color correct- and they look great they're mm-hmm. wonderful they're wearing their nice suits they look good they just look so good sam's hair looks luscious it looks it looks it does. so healthy jared is conditioning yes 
think he's, his wife is finally being like, you, you gotta take care of your hair. No more greasy hair, Sam. Was it season seven? That was season seven, Sam, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. You gotta wash your hair. You gotta use clarifying shampoo every, you know, every week or so. You got some buildup here. I wonder if they would do that in the makeup department. You know, they get real ready in the morning. I wonder if they'd wash Jared's hair if it looked really bad. Because Jensen, you just get it wet and then you're it's done. Fine. Yeah. It's short. It wouldn't, it wouldn't look too bad, but mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, if your roots are even a little oily with hair that long. I don't think so, guy. Mm-hmm. They probably told him clarifying shampoo, too, because of all the product buildup and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he doesn't wash his hair every day, that stuff's going to stay on your hair. You're just going to put more in. It's a mess. Yeah. I don't know why we got on to talking about <laughs> Jared Padalecki's <laughs> hair care routine, but Jared, let us know. <laughs> Anyway, Kevin. They find Kevin. They do find Kevin. He's fantastic. I love Kevin. He's learned so much. He is so smart. He stole the tablet from Crowley. A badass. I love him. We love him. We love and respect Kevin in this house. In this house. Kevin is probably next to Charlie. I don't know. They're just really tied. I love both of them. They're like my small children that I love just so much. But Kevin is in a lot more and I just love him. I love him so much. He's such a bad bitch. He is the baddest bitch and so smart. And Crowley needs to not underestimate Kevin Tran. Much like the Winchesters. He knows what's up. Kevin got it. And I love him. And he found out how to close the gates of hell forever. Interesting. (laughs) I love Dean's face of, yeah, that's that's a pretty important there, Kev. And Kevin's like, that that's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> you would like this. Dean is so proud. I know. Dean is a proud papa right now. Out of all the people, this kid, they brought him into this life. Mm-hmm. They lost him. He got kidnapped by Dick Roman. They lost him. And they tried to get him. And then all of a sudden, Sam stabs him in the back and doesn't find him. He's been on his own for a year mm-hmm. fighting from demons. And then he's finding out how to close the Gattel. Oh my god, this kid is badass. This kid has accomplished more than Sam and Dean Winchester have in the past two years. What a glow up, too. You met what this a kid. Glow up. He was just, what is happening? And, and then you have this badass and motherfucker. Now, and now he's dumping holy water on the king of hell and like I peacing know. out. He is just... The growth was exponential. So great. He is so smart. He just does not give a crap. He knows all of Crowley's tricks and it's fantastic. Princeton doesn't deserve him. No. Okay. They don't. I feel like there wasn't much else about this episode. The only other side things that I thought were interesting is that I wanted to see how long they were going to mention Jess. And Dean brings up Jess to Sam again Mm -hmm. about how, you know, this is what we were doing it for. They killed mom. They killed Jess. And I was very surprised they keep bringing her up, even though Sam and Sam, to me, I still think looks a little brokenhearted. But I think it's just I know, no, no, I know, I know. But I think it's. The whole thing of this is the, yeah, it was the, this was my life. Oh my it, God. It was so much easier 10 years ago. It's it, still kind of a gut punch. Yeah. When oh, oh my gosh. Jess is brought up. Because mm-hmm. his world was thrown out of whack. The rug was pulled out from under him. All of that stuff. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So I think, I thought that was interesting that they do still bring up Jess. So I want to see when's the last time we really stopped talking about Jess. So here, season eight, episode one, and then going on, see when they bring her up next. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, because I thought it wasn't, I think they don't mention her. I keep saying this. I thought maybe that might be it. I have a feeling she's going to be brought up two more times. Okay. I'm curious. I don't know. There was another thing that Crowley did something with the demon blade, made it hot in Dean's hand. 
Mm-hmm. What is up with that? That's not a thing I didn't think. Well, I'm pretty sure I've we've seen that. Have we? I think that we've seen, I don't know if it was a demon, but it might have been Zachariah or something. Well, he's like, an angel, though. I know. I will. Yeah. But if he's the king of hell and he's, you know, got to do something, I guess, yeah, maybe now he, he has do more power, like, yeah. Yeah, and maybe he could have something like steal that. Some souls from, he could have stolen some souls from Purgatory, too. Yeah, I mean, Crowley's got some juice in him, king of hell and all. So I think that's that's kind of feasible. Okay, I, I agree. I don't okay. think if you stab Crowley with the blade, it would kill him or anything. No, I think it would. I don't know. He's still just a... Cro- well, he is just a crossroads demon, but I... Has he always had red smoke? We do see this later. Hmm. He's always had red eyes, but has he always had red smoke? Do other cross-eyed demons... Crossroads. God. Cross-eyed. Do other cross-eyed demons... Do other crossroad demons smoke out black? I don't know. Let us know. I always want to know the lore of the demons. It's always so interesting What's to the us. lore? I don't know. And see, here's the other thing, too, is you can add things to the canon mm-hmm. as you go along because it's a TV show. And I don't know, because when's the next time we see a crossroad demon smoke out, you know? We never really do. Yeah. So I can't really say for sure. But Crowley, I don't think we've really seen him smoke out of a meat suit before this. Mm -hmm. He normally doesn't. Yeah, because he's he's got his favorite meat suit. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. Let's move on to the next episode, which is What's Up, Tiger Mommy? And I love this because who do we find? Mama Tran! Mama Tran. I Did we even find out her first name? Does she have her first name? She, I mean, she does have a first name, but... Her name's just Mama Tran. <laughs> I don't know! Linda. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Linda. Oh, okay. I just referred to her as Mama Tran. Every note I wrote of her, it was written as Mama Tran. I mean same i think that's, that's honestly i don't even know if we call her that in supernatural but that's what the fandom calls her is mama tran that's because and everyone is. knows who it is yeah she's amazing i love and respect her we love the trans here i love i love both of them kevin and mama tran and linda i should say we we love and respect the trans in this house yes i love it to start out with this episode, we get our 30th blood cannon. Mm-hmm. We do. I found very interesting. We're finally getting some up there. Not as many. I hope we hit 100 before. I think we're gonna hit 100. I feel like I've always seen so many more. I feel like every single season has 100 blood cannons. I don't know. I guess not. But when they're going to get Mama Tran, of course, of course, there's demons everywhere. And I do love yeah. that Dean is so smart, pointing out all the demons to Kevin, because poor Kevin just wants to see his mom. Dean's sharp from Purgatory, but Dean is really sharp from Purgatory. And I love Sam says the exorcism backwards when the demon is smoking out. And this is the first time we see this. And it's so genius. Okay. This move by Sam is, I think, by far the sexiest thing he does the whole show uh, literally oh my god even dean later was how did you do this he's like i just said it backwards dean's like hmm, i guess that would work I guess that would, yeah, I it yeah, did yeah. it did so, it was fantastic it was fantastic but then sam had a history of doing stuff like this Ugh. it was root 666 but remember when he had dean driver like the um oh yeah yeah, yeah where yeah. the church used to be yeah 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 he's like i thought that would work and dean's like you thought it's like, oh, I mean, it made <laughs> the sense. consecrated ground yeah, yeah, yeah like sam just on his feet you know yeah his thinking i do love sam's on his feet thinking oh this exorcism thing was delicious i loved it i loved it i thought it was so good so good i think they do it again in the later seasons i think they do now that they know it works because too. it's genius i know it really is and that's their biggest thing of when they smoke out you're mm-hmm. like ah oh, we're screwed but if you know, put them back backwards mm-hmm. without demon blood sammy wonderful mm-hmm. when they're talking with mama tran though i also love that they're explaining the hunting life to her and yada 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 and she looks at her son all proud 
Prophet of the Lord, huh? Oh. Has a nice ring to it. Like, yes! Hilarious. She's like, okay, let's go. I We gotta go. She takes everything in stride. It's amazing. She, that's what she has to do. And that was the whole point of this episode is she was like, this is my son. I have to protect him. If this is what's happening, this is what's happening. I don't care if I die or what's going on. I need to protect Kevin. She's literally like, okay, well, this is my son, so... No, oh my God. When that was the whole thing that she said with the boys because she was like, I'm coming. He, they're like, no, come on, you you shouldn't come. And she was like, no, this is my son. You, you don't understand. I'm going to die for him. This is what's happening. And the boys are shook because, of course, they've never really had... I mean, John would have done that because he kind of did die for the boys. He died for say. Dean. But he, he didn't outright say it. It was more of this offhanded, I would die for you kind of thing. But she's just saying straight to her face, no, this is what's going to happen. I love it. It was either Dean or Sam. I was like, Kevin, can you like get your mom like focused yeah. here? Be like, this is too dangerous. Kevin's like, bro, that's my mom. I can't tell her what to do. He's like, you think she's gonna listen to me? Right. That's my mom. How do you not understand this? No, I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was so funny. And they couldn't dissuade her. No. Nope. So they had to get anti-possession tattoos. They did, but it's not her first tattoo. No. <laughs> I love her. He loves her. He's like, she's great. He's great. I love this woman. I'm happy we're bringing her along. She's so cute. We see Kevin suffering, right? Getting the tattoo. She's just, huh. And then she's chilling. She's like, come here, honey. Hold, let me hold your hand. I know. Oh, my God. Them holding hands, getting tattoos was so cute. Um, This is the first time, though. And see, this is, I thought we had talked about this before, is we didn't want to put the anti-possession tattoos on places that could... I don't know. You could chop off the limb, mm-hmm. like the arms. Yeah. Especially Mama Tran got it on her wrist, which it's I so think visible. Is, 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 yeah, A, knows that the demons can't get into you, mm-hmm. but no, so I do think you can just burn it off, because I'm, I'm pretty sure that happens in later seasons, then, if it doesn't happen earlier. Well, I mean, it does happen in this season, or this episode, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, well, no, no, but that was burned off to crap, though. The skin was gone. Mm. I'm pretty sure in later seasons, someone just is branded. And just some of it, like a devil's trap, was messed up. Mm. And the demon was able to take possession. Hmm. So the next huge thing of this part of the episode is Dean is starting to blur visions of purgatory. Or it, not even blur visions, but things that had happened in purgatory are kind of happening in the real world. He's reacting in the real world the way he did a little bit in Purgatory, and that's not okay. Yes. He he's, laws. He's very unhinged. He's a little unhinged. He tries to kill this guy, pretty much. He's still a Where's this stuff? And then we just see in correspondence of, where's the angel? That's right. He's interrogating that whatever. Whatever it was, vampire. Werewolfy what? thing. Whatever it was. <laughs> I don't know. It's a monster. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty... It's pretty rough, especially because Benny's just like, ah, I don't think he knows anything, man. Dean's like, like, oh, I I bet he does. Well, you have to remember, because I think Purgatory has brought out, and again, being pure, Mm -hmm. it has brought out all those repressed memories of hell, I think. And he liked torturing in hell. So I think it has just brought it up a little bit of, look, you're good at this. You like this. That's a point. That is a point. Capital P. Because that's... Kind of that face that he had is this angry, kind of emotionless face that he's almost sad that he's doing it. Again, Jensen and his directing choices. It's this kind of angry face face. of like detachment because his eyes Uh are just detached. I I don't know how to explain this. Just this face that he does. That just reminds me of when he was torturing Alistair. It was this weird face that you never see Dean do really. 
mm-hmm. unless he's torturing. So I thought it was just very interesting. Just doing what he has to do. Yeah. Because that's what he said about Purgatory. You know, you just did what you had to do. Mm-hmm. But the rest of this episode is just the demon tablet is missing and it's being sent to an auction and they have to go get it. It's a good episode. It's a great episode. Mama Tran is the best. Mama Tran's amazing. She eviscerates a pawn shop owner Yep. about his Ferrari. He clearly hasn't paid the tax on yet. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. We get Crowley coming in because, of course, he knew that the auction was there. He also mm-hmm. thinks it's very dumb for them to bring Kevin here. But, you know, whatever. Bygones be bygones at the auction, I guess. Mm-hmm. I do love... I, I know Crowley has called Sam Moose before. Mm-hmm. But I think this is the first episode that we really get Crowley really calling the boys Moose and Squirrel. Instead of snarky one-liners that of, where's your moose? And mm-hmm. weird things that he says. Mm-hmm. He is... Tell Moose to calm down, Squirrel. So like the little lines that he says is, yeah, finally grants him the nicknames that he's going to continue on saying that. That's the only time I really noticed. Has he called Dean Squirrel before, other than this? I, he gave Dean that nickname, well, I think one time. Mm-hmm. And then he's called Sam Moose a couple of times. Yeah. But now he's just referring to them with yeah. those nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of their actual names, or just collectively the Winchesters. Yeah, I love this. It's I, great. I really think this was Mark Shepard's adding. I don't know, but he's amazing. I think he liked the idea that he had called them, Crowley had called them this before. Uh-huh. And I think Mark Shepard just had the idea of keep calling him this, mm. them this, because this would have been very funny. It's been a while since he's really called. He's called Sam Moose semi-recently, but I don't yeah. think he's called Dean Squirrel since season five, because I think that's when he gave him the nickname. Yeah. But we get Samandriel, too. I knew you were going to say that by the tone in your voice. I know. I love Samandriel. Does he look familiar? Yeah. He's the Bugs guy, right? He's the Bugs kid. <laughs> yeah. He's the kid in Bugs. He is. It's okay. He's he's adorable. He's Alfie. He's Samandriel. He's so cute. I love this angel. He's... Instead of... Literally, instead of explaining yourself, I'm Samandriel, I'm an angel. I'm... Sam- I'm Alfie. Just call I'm me Alfie. Alfie. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to keep going over this. I'm Alfie. Yeah. I do love he asks about Cass. Of course he does. And... Dean is just kind of like, he's he's calling, I'm sorry. And I like how Samandriel asks him something like, well, you got out. Where is he alive? What's going on? And Dean doesn't really give him an answer. Because mm-hmm. I think Dean thinks he's dead. It's not been confirmed. Sure. So I think this is interesting because what happens to Cass later? I'm going to be very vague. Sure. There is someone who is Samandriel's boss in heaven. That's not God. Mm-hmm. There's a person. Okay. And Samandriel is reporting to said person that Cass is still potentially in purgatory. To this other angel. To this other angel. And I think this is very important because I think this is where this starts this other arc with Cass that happens later. It might be specifically vague enough. But I know exactly what you're talking about, that, um... I'll just say Naomi, and that's all I'll say about that for later on. And I think this is where we get everything with Naomi. That's fair, because, uh, Alfie, as we call him now, mm-hmm. <laughs> also Andriel, uh, you know, just thinks that too much heart was always Castiel's problem. And, uh, I'm gonna say I have to agree. Yeah. Just, just leave it at that. This is such a good season. <laughs> I literally cannot contain myself. This is such a good season. Oh, my God. Oof. Yeah, I think Dean also agrees with Alfie here. 
and it's sad that is the case. But we do get another purgatory flashback. Mm-hmm. The monster thing did tell Dean where the angel was, mm-hmm. and he finds him. I do want to say I find this very interesting because, okay, there's a lot to break down. First of all, in this back and forth between Dean and Cass, this reunion that they have, A, it's so wholesome because Dean is so excited that he oh, found Cass finally. Oh my God, Big he's old so hug. happy. He's so happy. Love the peach fuzz. I love all of this. So cute. It is so adorable. But in this back and forth, the first thing I want to say about this is Dean says he prayed to him every night and Cass does tell him that he knows. So knowing that maybe he heard Dean. So I think it's interesting that the first scene we see with Dean and Cass is Dean asking, hey, like, Cass! And Cass doesn't immediately look over to his name being called. He looks up and around because I think he thought it was another prayer. But then Cass realized it wasn't a prayer. Stop. Dude, I swear to you, this is so true. Because if you look at it, he kind of looks over to his left first and he looks up like, Dean? Wait, is he here? And then he looks over and then sees Dean coming over toward him. That's so cute. It is. It's true. Why else would he do that? I also love that apparently that Dean's prayers to him are that clear. I know. Well, because if you think about it, who else is praying to Cass at this point? It's probably the easiest because they're in the same realm together. Yeah, you. Know, I don't know how Angel Radio works yeah, down in so purgatory. I'm assuming, because if anything, I think Cass maybe would have called for help to get Dean out. Maybe, maybe. That's kind of risky, though. Yeah. After what he did in heaven and all of heaven can hear you on Angel Radio. Yeah, maybe he could have asked for someone's Might have been too big of a risk. They might anyway, have just killed but yeah. him. Dean's, this whole back and forth is really wholesome. Because Dean is so excited that he's back. He's like, I'm sorry, we lost you. You know, Benny also is not having this. Benny's pissed. He's like, why did you leave Dean? Yeah. It's like, Dean's like, it's fine. He probably just got separated, right? And Kaz is no. Kaz is like, no, I managed I ran, I ran away. Mm-hmm. And Dean's like, it's fine though, right? It's mm-hmm. fine. You would never abandon me, right? You would never abandon me, right? Because I have abandoned him. <laughs> so you wouldn't abandon me, right? So you wouldn't abandon me, right? Unless it was necessary. And then Cass does explain mm-hmm. that he was worried for Dean's safety because Leviathans were after him because he screwed up in the first place and brought all these Leviathans to the world. So. And he left to be by himself being hunted down to keep Dean safe. I know. It's so wholesome. I know. It's so cute. It's such a Cass move. Yeah. And it's such a do. it's such a move that Dean would absolutely hate. Of course he would. He did he, he tells them that. together. He's so pissed. He's like, "Uh, we could have fought them. Hello?" Well, and then Dean even tells him, "We are not leaving. I am not leaving without you." And Betty's just kind of like, "Please leave without him. Yeah, I don't want to like, be stuck here because this angel doesn't want to leave." And he's literally just like, "Okay, well, he doesn't want to go, so like, come on, let's go." And Dean's like, "Uh, no." He literally says, "I'm not leaving here without you. I'm not leaving here without you." <laughs> I don't care. It's like, I'm not leaving the love of my life in purgatory. (laughs) (laughs) Benny's like, please, can we please leave? I'm very tired. I want to leave. Babe, I want to go back to the real world. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, leave your ex-boyfriend here, okay? Like, he abandoned you. I will not, like, let's go. I know. He's like, come on, come on. Let's go. I'm, I'm really tired of this. Oh my god. Oh, I just love saying stuff like that. Oh. Um. <laughs> hey, hey, I said that I noticed something that when Dean is talking to Cass, yeah. he kind of had 
a little drawl, like Benny. And I thought that was just something, you know. Interesting. It happens with very close friends or just family in general. People you spend a lot of time with, you start copying their mannerisms. And that shows that you are paying attention to the person, so you want to act like them. It's that whole thing. It's a beautiful psychological thing that happens. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah. So Dean kind of talking like Benny, I thought was fantastic. I don't know if Jensen did this on purpose or if the drawl that Benny was doing, the accent that Benny was doing, or I should say Ty Olson was doing because yeah. this is not how he actually talks. I think for Jensen's mind too, being from Texas kind of pulled that out of him as well. Yeah. Of being next to this... So, accent kind right. of yeah and i think it might have pulled it out too because it's very subtle it was one line that it really really hit it out of the park for me was mm. like oh we're gonna gank these oh what does he say we would have done these bitches together mm. it was that like weird line and i was like it was what? something and i was like oh my gosh it sounds like benny i didn't believe you i'm like dude absolutely not go back she it, did it, and i was like oh my god oh my god it is it totally is i was shook she was right but yeah uh dean says he's not leaving Unless Cass comes with him. Cass does go with him. He does go with He Dean. does know how determined Dean is. And he knows that Dean wouldn't leave him here mm -hmm. by choice. Also, during this whole exchange, too, is that I don't... We should mention, I guess, that Cass is now sane. Yes. He is no longer crazy Cass. The last time we saw him, he was crazy Cass. The last time he died, he was crazy Cass. He, he had lost his marbles. I do really love that when Dean asks him, are you sane or are you you now and Cass says like yes I am sane but what is sane because 94% of psychotics believe that they're sane so really so the question what, here is what is sane what is what is this and he's like yes but I understand and again I want to bring up the whole point of purgatory being pure mm -hmm. so obviously Cass wouldn't bring all this baggage because now it's himself he sees everything laid out for him mm -hmm. and he knows what needs to be done mm -hmm. and I think that's bad going forward <laughs> Because of what happens. Well, yeah, it's not optimal. But back to the real world, back to the auction. Mm -hmm. I love how they thought that real money was going to work for this. Listen, they also had a Costco membership. <laughs> yeah, maybe that would so, have been so worth something. I think so. I would have taken it. I love how they start the bidding with dwarven gold. I don't know. And, they're and, like, then, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, I got a fifth of an eight of a virgin. I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, all right. What, how? You couldn't get a whole virgin? Why no. a, a fifth of an eight? Five eighths. Five eighths, whatever. Same thing. It's not. <laughs> it's just this bloody sack he holds up. <laughs> so what did he cut off? The head and some hands and... I don't know. I don't... I don't. But know. you can use the bones and stuff, so that's, you know, semi-valuable. How much is five eighths? It's five eighths. What do you, like, what do you mean, like five eighths of a person or... Yeah, so it's about 62%. So, yeah, their head and maybe some arms, some feet, some maybe bones. You've, maybe you've cut off their legs. Yeah. That's, well. Depending on how they were proportioned. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's all their organs. Their insides, sure. Yeah, that could be five, eight, five eighths. I don't know why we're really focused on this, but it was, it did get us thinking. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Mama Tran being smart, but also dumb. She offered her soul for Kevin. Mm, because Kevin optimal. gets taken. And I was like, oh, no, not this again. I absolutely love Mama Tran. She does bid her own soul. However, Crowley does counterbid with his own soul. <laughs> yeah. Although, Mr. Crowley, you don't have, have a soul. soul. Worth trying. I was like, mm, okay. I 
I liked that they brought this up here because of relations of what happens later. I just want to point that out. Okay. But Kevin is not taken. They do get Kevin back. Crowley takes the demon tablet because this is where we see the red smoke again. And Mama Train got possessed by Crowley because they burned the mark off. See, not a good spot to put that there. Yeah, not. A, I mean, you really could burn any place, but it's easier access on the wrist and stuff. So, yeah, I think the publisher had a pretty good spot for it. You get it on your ass. It's harder to, you know, see, it's harder to get it's harder to get to. Usually if you're wearing pants. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I really didn't like about this is Crowley tells Kevin maybe he should run away from the boys because a lot of people who get close to him get used up, get used up and then die bloody. And I didn't like that because Dean kind of knows this because where's Cass? Don't. Where's anyone? Anyone close to the boys die and that kills me. I hate it so much. Yeah, I don't like it because Mama Tran and Kevin run off from the boys, which is fair. It it is fair. They spent an, she spent an evening with the boys and almost lost her soul. Listen, the Winchesters they live their life a quarter mile at a time. But <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stupid fucking thing to say. <laughs> I don't care that drag races are a quarter of a mile. It's a stupid fucking thing to say. I would have never known that. I can't believe that's a real line. I loved overall this episode was really good, but. It's very sad. We get, This is like the setup of all these perfect things that just slowly get in line. And I feel like I'm going to have to refer back to these episodes a lot mm-hmm. because I think this is where it starts. It's the whole foreshadowing thing that I think they're planting the seed in our brains and then it's brought up later. And I think this is good. That's true. For what happens later with Sam's character arc, I think this mm-hmm. is why they did the whole thing with Kevin because he needed to feel punishment. Right. I do fully agree with that. So, yeah. I really do. It's interesting, though, because Sam, you know, he feels guilty about abandoning Kevin, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But Dean, in this episode, feels almost no guilt about possibly killing Kevin's mom to try and kill Crowley. Yeah. With the demon knife, which I don't know. I guess he would try and kill him. I don't know if I think it works. You keep saying that. I think it would work. I guess it would work. I guess it would work. I just feel like he's powerful now, and I'm like, I guess that would work. uh, No, he's still just a crossroads demon. The reason, obviously, wouldn't work on Lucifer. Well, obviously, wouldn't work work on we said this, the white-eyed well, demons. Well, he's technically the lower tier. Even yeah. though he's more powerful, it's still that tier yeah. of demon. I don't think he's any more powerful, really, in That's, that sense of right. killing. That's fair. I just keep thinking, you know, because he has the title. It, it throws been, me off. It could have been the Exazel thing of, right. you know, you get stabbed in the leg, it doesn't die. Right, right, right. Alistar, stabbed in the leg, doesn't die. But you stab him in the heart, he'll probably die. Right, okay. You know yeah. Dean Winchester's like not missing. Yeah, so he's, yeah, he's not missing. He's not going to cut off a pinky. Yeah, he. so I think he. if he was going to go after Mama Tran, he was He was going to go for the kill. Right. He was going to just kill her and then Carly smoke out. And Sam was shook. He was like, dude, what are you, are you, were you going to kill her? And he's like, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I was. You know, I would have sucked and I would have hated myself. But what's one more nightmare, right? Which is sad. Yeah. He's had a lot of issues right now. It is. You want to know... Because you want to know what they cut to immediately after he says that? Yeah. Yeah. It's Cass. Desperately calling out Dean's name and Dean losing his grip on Cass when they seem to be fighting in purgatory. Yeah. What happens there? I like Why how is Dean having this nightmare? I liked how... What happened in purgatory? You asked. That's it? That's this episode? That's how they end this episode? I was, I was mad. Like, yeah. I was like, why would they end with this? I'm upset. Where's Cass? What's he doing? How is he? I don't know. <laughs> I know all the answers, but I still want to know. 
Well, that was the end of this episode. It was. That was the end of this this episode. This wonderful, great episode. I feel like this could end this episode, but we're actually going to talk about two more episodes that have nothing to do with anything, and they're going to take two minutes to talk about. They really are, because this next episode was a Buck Lemming episode. Yes. But Jensen directed it. Congrats, Jensen. I'm sorry. I am sorry that you got to you had to direct a Buck Lemming episode, but I love that you got to direct. Wonderful for you, honey. This episode was heartache. I had no idea what this episode was about, but it's another organ episode that are haunted. That was it. There really is no plot to this episode. I literally Other forgot than- what happened in this episode you're talking about. I'm like, wait. I don't remember watching this. The only thing that I remembered was haunted organs. That's all I wrote down about this episode. I have two other points about this episode. I only remembered Sam. This is where we see Sam at the farmer's market. Yes. Cute, wholesome, organic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sam also says that, why are we doing a case? We should be finding Kevin. And Dean's like, oh no, we need to find a case. And I'm just like, oh no. No cases. Your case is Kevin. Yeah. Kevin's your case, buddy. That should be the case. Dean, you're going to give up after a week? Ah, he's in the wind. Let's go kill a vampire or something. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, this was about the athlete and he died, but he was an organ donor. And so he donated all of his organs. And yeah, but you find out the athlete's really this thousand year old Mayan. Yeah. That's it. That's cool. cool, though. That's it. All we get is more brother bonding time, I guess. Really, we just get Dean more pissed off at Sam because he won. He was having college admissions. He was talking to counselors again, trying yeah. to go back to college. And I was like, look, see, and I think this is weird because Sam wouldn't have done this in season seven and six. I don't know what he was thinking. I know, I know that's sad to say because Sam could have moved on, but I don't know. It was just, it was, it was just because in this year that he almost gave up everything entirely Mm -hmm. and it didn't just roll out naturally i don't know it is kind of weird because really your year with amelia was domestic bliss instead of hunting by your brother's side well even that though i think to me it reminds me of dean when he was with lisa yeah he was in domestic bliss Mm -hmm. but he was on edge at the end of the day this wasn't true life for him because he knew it was fake he knew it didn't matter about the stupid bake sale, about what was going on with so-and-so anymore. That doesn't matter. That's Sam, not real life. Sam is, can switch and transition into those two roles more seamlessly than Dean can. No, no, no. I know. But I think that mm-hmm. after a while, because it's true. It's right here. Sam right. did leave at the end. Yeah. Sam decided to leave Amelia and go back to the cabin. So mm-hmm. I think even Sam knew this was only for part-time. This is, I have to go back to hunting. This is only a vacation for me. This is not going to work out in the long term. So that's why I think it's interesting. Because why didn't Sam just move on from Amelia and go look for a house somewhere else or go get a job somewhere else because or Dean's go to college? Alive. But uh, no, no, no. But he went back to that, that mm. Rufus's cabin though. Why did he go back there other than for hunting? And what reason would he need to go back there? He's lived out of one bag his entire life. Why did he need to go back there? He didn't. So I think he was going back to hunting. Well, I mean, what else, I guess, would he do if he That's just my whole point. Like up and- so he keeps saying he wants to go back, he wants to go back. And I think, and maybe Sam is saying that he just does want to try this stuff and quit hunting. But I don't think at this point, I thought we had moved past the point where Sam thought he was going to quit cold turkey and do the domestic life. I thought he was going to do kind of what Dean did. This weird domestic life, but then he was checking out weird things that were happening down the block. The he still salted his house. He still had a devil's trap, all this stuff. Right. His family knew what he did. Where right. Sam is just completely disconnected. And I think he wanted to try this again because of Jess. Mm-hmm. 
and try this again. And he left Amelia. So I think he's seeing that that is not going to work. I think he's getting that from firsthand that he knows it's not going to work. It's really got to be an all or nothing sort of situation here. And even then it has to be the right kind of person in the right kind of situation. Yes. So I think I think it's just weird that Sam keeps... They both kind of go back and forth through the seasons on this, though. But Dean... I think we know as the audience that Dean wouldn't leave the life entirely because obviously he cares too much. Saving people hunting off. things yeah. is a family business. He was pissed off that Sam just left and said, oh, it's not my problem anymore. And Dean's like, what do you mean it's not your problem anymore? So I think that Dean says he wants to settle down, find a wife and have a happy kids, blah, 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 but he'll still hunt on the side or he'll still be a Bobby on the side. Mm-hmm. He'll still be in the know and keeping up with things and making sure that it gets done so other future monsters don't keep killing people. Right. Because it is making a difference. It's that whole thing of, okay, well, if we didn't kill these people 20 years ago, then this monster is going to come back in 10 years and kill right. five more people and then they're going to kill five more people and they're going to kill all of this stuff. Oh, and yeah. so, yeah. That Jen episode was a good point. Yeah. I mean, that is true. It is kind of weird. I, I want to rewatch these other episodes to get more into this Sam's mind with this. Because um, I do feel that both of these boys, every season now, they're just like, maybe I could do that. I don't know. I think they're not 100% just... sure what they want, except for Dean right now, because he just came out of purgatory. Just popped I think out of purgatory. It's just weird that Sam was so settled on this. I just think it's weird. Because based on what happened in season seven of... No, I'm never going to have this. I'm going to die alone and I'm never going to do this and I'm going to be Bobby. I think that's kind of his reaction in grief to Dean disappearing off the face of the earth. Oh, and see, that I would believe. I feel like it's a grief reaction. And so he's just putting all of that behind. Because he does say, he's like, this is the thing that got all of my family killed. Why would I want anything to do with it anymore? They're all dead. It's just me. And so maybe if I want to live the rest of my life, it would be safer to not do it as a hunter. Yeah. Which... Is fair, and he had a point there. And I think that's kind of what it is with Sam and why he chose to do the Amelia thing. The phone thing was still bad. Mm-hmm. It was still bad. But I understand why he might have wanted to do that. And he did try it, but it's just, Sammy, it's just, it's not in the cards for you. Either of these boys, it's, it's not in the cards for you a life like that. Long term, anyway. Yeah. You could do it for a year at a time. But other than that. Yeah. Anyway, there's nothing really else about this episode. Uh, not true. What happened? Uh, Buck Lemming decides to reference their previous episode, Slice Girls, and they have to talk to oh, yeah! about Dr. Morrison about some translation. I'm like, who the hell's Dr. Morrison? And you were like, remember from the Amazon? No, episode? Sam says that. Sam literally said something, something. He was the guy that helped us with the Amazons. Well, no, I'd asked you and then Sam immediately answered my question. And I was like, wait a minute. That was Buck Lemming season seven episode. And you're yeah. like, what? And I'm like, yeah, they just referenced their own episode. Yeah. Seriously? I, I thought that was really funny. If you would ask me the name of the dude who translated the stuff in Slice Girls, I'm like, I don't know. No, I would have I would have never realized. I would have just been like, I, I don't know. And they thought we'd forget too because they had to mention it. Yeah, seriously. I don't know why that just bugged me a lot. I, I mean, it's a... Guys, you aren't the only ones who write episodes in this show. Yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was just not a good episode. Well, and that's why I laughed about that because... Well, the only this is only episodes. the thing that they paid attention to. So this is the only thing they had to reference for these episodes. Yeah, the I only don't, ones they wrote. I don't know. It was weird. The gods thing didn't really didn't really grab me. No, it didn't catch me. The this boys time. were dumb because they were like, "Oh, he's immortal. That's odd." I'm like, what, "What do you mean that's odd?" So you're telling me this guy? They were in a room full of immortal gods at one point, and they thought it was weird that they had to hunt one. 
I think it, they thought it was it was just weird that he kept being a star athlete throughout decades I in guess. history, and then he had to like disappear. They're like, this guy managed to live this long. I guess it's not, but this isn't the day and age where social media wasn't a huge thing. We just got smartphones. I mean, so no one really posted a yeah, million so pictures. It makes and, sense that they were just like, "Wow, I'm impressed." I guess. I guess I just you thought know. they were dumb. Anyway, I that mean, was it about this episode, though. Yeah, really, there was nothing about this episode. Didn't even have any fun lines, really, or anything. No, it was just kind of an episode. It was an episode. After, these are the fillers that bothers me because I am Sam. We should be looking for Kevin right now. Why are we doing this pointless thing? Kevin. Kevin. We need to look for Kevin. Yeah, we need to move on for this. I don't give a crap about what's going on. We don't get any purgatory flashbacks. I just want this. That leads us to the next episode. The worst episode in supernatural history. Okay, no, it's not. It's above bugs. Listen. Listen. Bugs is pretty bad. The problem with Bitten. Okay, hold on. The problem with Bitten is that it was a good concept. Oh, hold on. Hold no, on. No, don't no, get me wrong. No. It's a fantastic concept. Who's not a slut for found footage? When we watched this, I actually was laughing. But not because this is an episode of Supernatural. This is the key difference. Is as an episode of Supernatural, it's hot garbage. Yeah. As a standalone show thing episode of something and you have knowledge of supernatural kind of it it's good i said this would have been a good filler back in season two like ghost facers three yeah like, exactly like ghost facers right because that's when we had the found footage of the ghost facers one was back in season three yeah which was fantastic Cass is missing in purgatory and Kevin's been kidnapped by Crowley. I don't care about these college kids and their love triangle. I didn't even know if they were college kids. They seemed like they were high schoolers. They were college kids. They were living in a rundown, weird frat house that wasn't really a frat house. I don't know. I don't understand that situation. And they were like film students or whatever. I don't know. I'm sorry. Apparently, Bitten is better than Bugs. Bugs was worse on IMDb at 7.0. Bitten is at a 7.2. Yeah, I think that makes sense. That was the thing, though, with this episode is that inherently it wouldn't have been bad. It's just they placed it in the wrong place. Yeah. This, it did not belong in season eight. This belonged in season two or three. Shoot, put it in season one. What do I care? But I feel like Robbie Thompson had this idea back in the day and they're like, yeah, that's, uh, that's great. We're not going to do it. And then they come to him season eight. It's like, yeah, so we want to do the episode you're talking about. And he was like, now, are you sure? Because Robbie Thompson usually has great episodes. Mm-hmm. He's one of the writers you know by name because he writes such great episodes. There was nothing inherently wrong with the writing of this episode. It's just, it was in the wrong place. Like I said, it was funny. They said some funny lines that I sure. laughed a little bit. Rewatching this, knowing that we had to watch it, mm-hmm. I laughed more at the time when we first watched it. I hated this episode. I don't think I ever watched this episode again. This is my second time ever watching this episode. I don't know why we need this. Mm-hmm. But also it was really annoying because they all had a camera all the time. And maybe that was the funny also thing of mm-hmm. documenters always having a camera out or always having a camera when you're talking. That's like, so much footage so, to work through. I know. I mean, yeah, you want to capture genuine moments, but God, at what cost? 45 months of editing? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just, and I don't care about werewolves that much. The only werewolf episode I really cared about that we've seen so far is the one with Madison. Yeah. That's it. Any other werewolf episode, I'm just like, whatever. The only thing that I thought really needed relation of Supernatural is when the boys came in as the FBI and Sam's asking the people, did you get bit by chance or do anything about being bit? And he's like humor me and they're like no 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 one was bit like why does the fbi want to know if you were bit well this is weird they're looking for you they're gonna kill you and i don't know it was just weird 
Also, I hated that they kept referring to them as maybe it's an office romance. And then when they were talking at the table, oh, they were just talking about how he was away for a year. I think you're right about the office romance. What Here's was the, the thing. Deal? Here's the thing. If you are angry about the whole Winces ship, especially from the characters, which I mean, that's something if I think I would get angry if I wrote something and then you're like, okay, why are you shipping these two people? Especially they're brothers. They're related. They shouldn't be shipped together. I don't think it matters. So yeah. So it's the whole thing of, okay, we're past this. I get the funny jokes in the beginning because it was funny. Always thinking they were like couples because that is kind of funny. You get it. They checked in the motel. But now we're past the point of you're kind of feeding it and it's annoying. Mm -hmm. So I did like this because I thought it was funny saying, oh yeah, maybe it's an office romance. And Mm -hmm. then- because they don't know that they're brothers. They're right. And they partners. don't know that Dean disappeared to purgatory for a year. And yeah. Then and so they're like, yeah, maybe you're right. I just thought it was funny. But I don't like that because, again, this is referring to later things about them putting things in there for us, like baiting us. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So I just wanted to point that up here because I thought that was interesting. Although we do get our 31st blood cannon in this, too. The only thing this episode really contributes. A uh, blood cannon. That was it. And I honestly don't even remember what, what it was. Someone's ripping out stuff. Eh, it's a warp episode. Something happens. There is one other thing, though. Oh, what is that? But that was interesting that they decide not to hunt Kate down, the werewolf girl. But Dean did immediately kill Amy. Here's the thing, though. Again, we're past that point, though. That's what I said the thing about purgatory. Mm-hmm. That Dean is no longer in this black and white now. So I think Dean was shown proof that she did not ask for this. Mm-hmm. She says that she's going to... Hunt animal hearts. Right. Cough, cough, because that's what Benny is telling Dean. Dean would not let a vampire go. Right. If they're just going to, you know, kill people. And at the end of the day, Amy did kill people, though. Yeah, they were bad people, but she did kill people. She still killed three people. She did kill three people. She was going to kill a fourth one if Sam didn't stop her. She was going to kill that fourth one. So that's, in Dean's eyes, I don't know what you're going to do. And also, she has a kid who's probably going to do this later and is going to kill someone else. Her little monster kid. Yeah. So that that is my whole thing. So in my eyes, I think Dean is saying, okay, prove me wrong. Because you could say, why did Dean let Amy's kid go? He should have just killed him on the spot. It's fair. He did. He did tell him, like, you know, but if you kill someone, I will come back for you. Yeah. I will stab you just like your mom. So that's the whole thing that I think here is that Dean is just kind of like, okay, well, whatever. I don't Give care. her a chance. I'll, yeah, we'll give her a chance. And if she comes back, I'm going to kill her. No questions asked. And, and and also Dean doesn't, I think, just doesn't want to go look for her. I mean, fair. I think neither of them just want to go look for her. Well, Sam was into it. He was like, I mean, she's got like a half a day's head start. How far could she possibly have gotten? And then you just, eh, let her go. Yeah. Dean ain't worried about it. That was the only thing. I didn't really think too much about that. That's fair. I just thought I was like, you're gonna let her go. And then I guess she didn't really kill anybody yet. She seemed really fair. upset. That's She made this whole video. She, she did finish editing the this video. She did finish editing the video. That That is fair. Jesus Christ. That's a lot of work. There were a lot of monitors there. I wish we could say we never see this bitch ever again. Yeah, we see her again. I don't know why they bring her back. I don't care. There's I don't even remember if they- Fleming episode. Uh, probably. I, well, this isn't. But I don't remember if they even kill her. They might. I don't, I don't remember. Know. But we do see her again. Whatever. That's it. That's the episodes. Yeah, that's it. Those are the episodes. Bye. <laughs> We're done here. Good job. Clarence, get up. Oh, God, I hate that stupid fucking girl episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Roll exit music. <laughs> oh, my God. I guess I can end this, though. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, one more thing I want to say. This Brian kid, stupid, wants to be a werewolf. She was all just a freaking professor. It's just like, I know you're a werewolf. Bite me, bitch. <laughs> And the werewolf dude's 
like, no, no. Yeah. He was like, dude, are you okay? Why would you? This is a bad call. Brian was so stupid. I didn't like these kids. Yeah. I didn't relate to them at all. They were just annoying. Yeah, that's it. That's all I have to say. Okay, well, that is it for this time. Thank you all so much for listening. Check out our ratings for every episode and see where they fall in our ranking. Follow us on Twitter at Hunter Hosts and talk to us. See what we have to say. I love to hear from all y'all. Did you like Ben? <laughs> no, no. How much did you not like Ben? Yeah, I'll, I'll make a nice little poll or something. Yeah. So who here liked Ben? Raise your hand. Again, we are your Hunter Hosts. I'm Graham. I'm Sierra. We are driving off, and we will see you all next time in our rearview mirror. Bye. Bye. Buck bitten. That's mean. What about that Buck Lemming episode? I didn't even remember. At least I fucking remembered bitten. What Buck Lemming episode? <laughs> Oh boy. What book lemming episode? <laughs> what book lemming episode? God, fucking Mayan God. I can't believe they wasted a God episode on them. <laughs>